Shalom, brothers and sisters. I am Prince Shaheen, and I want to welcome you to the first episode of Black Angel Radio. Today, I wanted to have a, a really good discussion, and it's about um, does your child have a learning disability? I'm here with a guest today, Brandy Sims, whom is an educator in the great state of Georgia. Brandy, welcome, and thank you for taking time to talk with me today. Shalom, brother. Thank you for having me. Shalom to the. I, I wanted to discuss a few things today, uh, definitely to include the education system in Georgia. But before we do that, first, let's touch on politics, because in my opinion, information is how we equip one another in preparation for the kingdom of Christ. So anytime we have these conversations, I'm going to try to provide some type of informative um, session so that you can learn. I try to follow the five P's. That's proper preparation prevents poor performance. And if I'm prepared for any scenario, that's just going to increase my chance that I'm going to be successful with that performance. I think you guys should write that down and try to remember that as brothers and sisters. And when I say brothers and sisters, I mean anybody that's trying to follow the true testimony of Christ. Anybody. I don't care. Blue, black, green. If you want to learn the true testimony of Christ, brothers and sisters, we are surely here to help you and try to help you get to where you need to be. In regards to politics, this past week, Wednesday, May the 1st, Attorney General Bill Barr went to Capitol Hill to answer questions about the Mueller probe. The Democrats are upset that Bill Barr provided a summary of Robert Mueller's report in which he stated the report exonerates President Trump from Russian collusion and obstruction of justice. Although the president has been cleared of treason, it is still pending if he will be cleared of obstruction of justice. I believe the president's argument is that the Obama administration spied on his campaign using foreign outside sources. If this is true, then this is considered to be a criminal act. And now the New York Times is reporting that the Obama administration Justice Department did, in fact, investigate and follow one of Trump's campaign aides on the trail. So what I'm saying is, I guess at this point, the situation is getting really interesting. My recommendation is just to sit back and watch and let the most high God reveal to us whatever it is that he is trying to reveal. Truth be told. The only thing you should really be concerned with is the fact that Russia is entering the country of Venezuela and attempting to establish a military installation in the Western Hemisphere. This is unprecedented, seeing that throughout history, America has been the superpower. So clearly, Russia is making a play for dominance, trying to use its military in a non-combative way. Whoever wins this rebellion in Venezuela between the current president, Nicolas Maduro, and presidential hopeful Juan Guaido, this is going to this is going to turn the tide. So what I'm saying is Russia is the first country that 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 does not live in the Western Hemisphere who is attempting to establish military installations in set hemisphere. Surely America doesn't like that and you shouldn't either. All right. So. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about, Ms. Brandy. All right. I want to start here. Uh, there's a study by the news and report list that says that Georgia is the 31st state in the union amongst education. 
Now, this is progress from previous years, but it shows that improvement is still needed. I personally believe that we should put a bigger emphasis on high schoolers to help them with their transition from high school to the next phase. But you teach in elementary. And I believe this is critical because at this stage where we start, this is where we start to see the learning and the behavior disabilities. So I guess with that being said, I want to ask you a question. Brandy has been teaching for 10 years and has master degrees and honor society awards. What I'm saying, the sister is really educated. So without getting really specific on me, I wanted you to provide some of the learning and behavior disabilities that you encounter with students and things that parents should be able to look out for at home. Um, now, I, I know you're not a doctor, but I wanted you to give us some warning signs that the parents should be looking out for. Um, let's start with the study. So instead of you just going out, let's just give you some things to start with. January 2019, the Watash Academy produced a study that provided the top six signs that your child may have a learning disability. In the U.S., about one child in every five is affected by some sort of learning disability and receives some form of specialized education help. Now, in my opinion, that one in every five, that's probably from the better neighborhoods. Brandy um, teaches in an underdeveloped neighborhood. So I can assume that every 20 students, instead of having five, she may have 10 because the school, the, the actual classrooms are overcrowded. So what we're going to do, Brandy, is we're going to go through the six things that they list and we'll just talk about it and kind of get your opinion on it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Number one, it says, Lack of progress in elementary schools. What they're saying is if you're looking and I think truthfully, this is pretty clear. If you're looking at your kids progression throughout the year and you notice that your kids aren't progressing, then that would be a red flag for me. So I guess I'm saying what are in regards of uh, progression? How should a child progress throughout a school year? If that's a good question. That is a very good question. Thank you for asking me that. So um, as a teacher, we expect uh, a child to um, to show growth um, okay. for most school systems. You know, we're in school from August until about May. So your child should show some type of um, um, maturity development in their academics, um, be able to articulate um, and explain what they, what it is that they are learning about. Um, we don't expect a child to come in the same way that they have come out. Definitely. Um, Definitely. It's more than just if your child's coming home with A's and B's. But again, is your child um, able to retain and to comprehend what it is that they've been um, learning for the last six or seven hours? So let me ask you a question. So is it a situation where at the beginning of the school year where the parents receive information that says, hey, this is what to expect throughout the school year? Um, like some sort of syllabus type thing? Um, well, you know, a lot of schools have we have open house. And at that time, that's when um, parents have the opportunity to come in and to meet the teacher. And the teacher sets those expectations. Most school systems, we have um, a standardized test, some type of 
um, assessment where we can monitor the students' growth. So oftentimes, um, students come in, like I said, most school systems, we start in August. We have a standardized test. The students take it, and then they probably take it again December or January, and then we take it again in May. And again, that is one way to monitor progress and to see if your child um, is growing. So the parents have access to these things is what you're saying. There is information that the parents can receive throughout the year so they can keep up with the child's progress. Oh, absolutely. In addition to that, you know, we also have, um, uh, you know, tests that they get weekly or biweekly whenever the teacher feels like most students have mastered that particular standard. You know what, brothers and sisters, and once again, when I say brothers and sisters, I mean those that want to follow the true testimony of Christ. This is not about race. Um, what, what I am saying to you, what, I, I think that the purpose of this is to show you that we are really, really adamant about having parental involvement in your children's education. That is very, very important. And at the end of this, hopefully you get the gist where I brought this wonderful educator here to let you parents know how important your involvement is with your children's education. Um, the, the second thing that they said, like I said, the first one was lack of progress. The second thing is poor literacy skills. I guess the inability to read or write, I guess in a sense that should be self-explanatory too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, if your child is making, if at the beginning of the year, your child only knows ABC and come May, your child only knows A, B, and C. You're doing something wrong. I think it's fair to go to the teacher and say, hey, what's going on? But you should also check yourself because these are things that you know, brothers and sisters. This isn't like geometry. Everybody doesn't know calculus. So if your child has calculus homework, it might be understandable that you fully don't understand that. But A, B, C's and one, two, threes, come on. For the most part, everybody that has a job in this country knows ABCs and one, two, three. So there is no reason why your child should not. On the, the third one, it says poor hand eye coordination. Now, this one I didn't see being self-explanatory, but when you really dig into it, this one is amazing because I mean, it makes sense. You should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. So, Brandy, let me ask you this. Uh, are there any examples that you might have that you notice uh, in regards to a child having poor hand-eye coordination? Um, absolutely. But if you don't mind, I want to go back to the literacy. Yeah, please. Go that ahead. Is go ahead. Very, very, very important. Very important, parents. Um, I want to just start by saying you are your child's first teacher. And... Interacting with your child, reading to your child, reading with your child, um, you should be able to pick up, hopefully, on your child having um, some type of development gap or um, learning deficiency. Um, Pre-K, so I would say actually, um, yeah, pre-K through second grade is so important for your child's development and learning how to read unfortunately the gaps are growing as they get through um, third through fifth grade and if a child doesn't know how to read by fifth grade um, statistics state that um, a child by the time they get to middle school will drop out so hold on hold on no 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 hold on we're not gonna pass that <laughs> because that was real talk did you hear that brothers and sisters if your child is having a difficulty 
reading by the time that your child is in fifth grade, they're going to drop out when? By middle school. By middle school. Now, I'm sure we can agree that a high school dropout is not a great thing. A middle school dropout? If your child is, is even considering dropping out of school in middle school, you as a parent, you need your ass whooped. And I mean that because your child should not have the right or the confidence to come in your house after deciding they were going to drop out of school. I mean, I have to just let y'all sit on that one, let that one kind of marinate. But it is what it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead and, right. and, and cut unfortunately, you, off. you know, sometimes we have these conversations with parents. Um, some parents are in denial. They don't see it. Um, they don't want to see it. They don't want to seek the help. Um, I think by fear of um, their child being labeled or maybe um, some type of judgment. Well, let me ask you a question. You said parents. you said seek help. Is there some sort of anonymous way? That because like okay, you could be bar- you it could be an embarrassment situation because you yourself may not be able to read. So you probably you can't teach the child to do something you don't know how to do. So it can can the parent come to the teacher anonymously? Um, you know, absolutely. And we do have parents who will openly admit that they can't read. Unfortunately, um, I know that's some parents have a mindset as if it is um genetic. If this is passed on. So Ooh. some parents will say, oh, well, you know, um, they tried to put me in special ed when I was young or, um, you know, I couldn't read. So it's almost like, well, hey, if I can't read the excuse. expectation or it's excuse that, um, you know, my child can't read. Right. But, um, you know, parents, I say, you know, it's, it's a village. It's a community effort. Um, and you need to build a rapport with your child's teacher and um, spend time with your child, but also find out what's going on with your child. Are they progressing and why they're not progressing? And get to know your child's teacher. There are um, programs in place um, that can help support you and your child to help to close those gaps. Um, one program, I won't say it's a program, but it's SST, a student support team. And it is um, composed of the parent, the teacher, um, the SST coordinator, sometimes the school psychiatrist, um, whoever needs to be a part of making sure that this student is successful. Gaps and learning deficiencies are identified, interventions are in place, and if that child does not, um, does not, uh, let's see, if the child's not progressing in those interventions, then other conversations will take place if the child perhaps maybe need to be tested and perhaps um, put in a smaller classroom setting. So there are options, brothers and sisters. There are options. If, if you find yourself in a situation, and I understand this, and I'm not trying to be funny with this, so I want to say this. If you find yourself in a situation where you are unable to assist your child in something, whatever it is, do not be afraid to reach out for help. I found myself in many situations where I've gotten on my knees and I prayed to the most high God and asked to send me help because I was embarrassed to reach out and ask, you know, and reach out to people for myself. So uh, I I think you're doing the child an injustice or disservice by not reaching out and getting the proper help. So when you're when your child takes that L, I want you to go ahead and stand up and take it with them. 
Um, let's let's go to the next one. Uh, we just we're gonna go to short attention span here because I'm I'm sure that um you've seen this earlier. You said something about uh that I think you saw something and I don't remember exactly what it was, but the attention span is can be the same as the child's age. Yes, um, I've read that uh, a child's attention span is. Pretty much the length of the child's um, age. But again, we had a discussion. Also depends on what the child's interest. Because we know right. that a child can watch a 30-minute show to a two-hour movie. So um, it definitely depends on the, the child's interest. But I think um, attention is, is very important. Um, I've had quite a number of students who struggle with keeping attention i'm talking about less than 30 seconds and so that is a red flag um something too that parents you know pay attention at home um when you are reading to your child is your child paying attention um are they asking questions are you asking the child questions um listen to their responses are they um, being able to articulate and being able to tell you what it is that you all are reading about or are their responses completely off topic. Um, parents, if you can notice that in five minutes, just imagine what a teacher goes through with right. seven hours of right. your child right. trying right. to continuously get their attention. Um, and, you know, we do realize that children have different learning styles. Some children are kinesthetic. They need to touch. Some are auditory. They need to hear it. And then some visual, they need to see it. Um, so that is understood. However, if your child is just having a hard time holding on, that can also go back to reading. Because if your child cannot or is struggling with paying attention, then that means within 20 or 30 seconds of them reading, they have completely lost interest. They don't know mm. what they've read. They don't know what you're talking about. And so, again, like you were saying, your child is struggling all day long because... They perhaps want to really learn, but for some reason, um, they're just unable to to hold on and, and keep attention. So that's interesting what you just said, because that follows right into the next one. The next one, number five, they have here struggles to follow directions. So if your child is struggling in school all day and the child is not receiving any additional help, I mean, the teacher only get a certain amount of hours for a day. Now, in that additional time, if the child is not receiving the additional help, then I can imagine why it would say here. The next one is the child would follow, would struggle to follow directions because the child is now uninterested because it's not keeping up. So um, I think short attention span and struggles to follow directions uh, kind of flow together and they're self-explanatory. So we're going to go, we're going to skip to the final one because the final one is big. Um, the final was the child is confusing numbers letters and sounds and this is pretty interesting the reason I, I want to touch this one for sure because parents you should be able to recognize this are you not able to recognize numbers letters and sounds once again if we were talking about calculus I got you I get it I'm understood if you didn't know who won the battle with Gettysburg got you understood but you should be able to recognize numbers, letters, and sounds. So these are just simple things that you can do at home, at least put in the attempt. This is not a bash. This is just saying, hey, I know what system we live under, right? Hint, hint. I know what system that we live under. And if you guys would just lean more on Christ, 
and pray and allow Christ and the most high God to intervene in your life, you wouldn't have to depend on so much government. That's all I'm saying. More Christ, less government. Um, hopefully this discussion today, it, 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 hopefully it can help you determine if your child is experiencing any type of learning behaviors and she was able to lay down, I guess, some options, some different um, programs in a sense that can help you. My only concern, brothers and sisters, is that you start somewhere. You need to start somewhere so that you can get our young brothers and sisters the help that they need so that they can do their part in ushering the kingdom of Christ. Brandy, I want to thank you. I really do appreciate you coming out here and talking to us. Um, it was a lovely conversation. Thank you for having me. I am Minister Prince Shaheen, Defender of the Faith. Until next time, Shalom and be easy, pimp. <laughs>